And we're joined on the line now by Narina Fisser, strategist at ETFSA. Good morning, Narina. Good morning, Sakina. Now, you mentioned yesterday that Greece is one of the big topics on the agenda of the G7 meeting. Now, what's the latest on our favorite Greek soap opera? <laughs> Sakina, I think I think they've just signed up for another season of, of the soap opera. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's now speculation that the um, you know the current bailout uh, sort of program will be extended until sometime well into 2016, um, which I think a lot of people have been waiting for a, for a sort of a, a quick conclusion to this uh, soap opera, as you call it, is is, uh, is is going to be very disappointed about that. Um, the interesting news is that it seems that there's within the German. Um, Parliament and, and German leaders, there's some disagreement about the best way forward, most um, specifically between German con- uh, Chancellor Angela Merkel and then the Finance Minister Schauble. Merkel really looking at the geopolitical concerns of Greece exiting the EU region and trying to avoid that at all costs, where Schauble is looking at the financial and economic implications and say, you know what, maybe it's, maybe it's time they leave. Um, and this is where, where some of the, the standoff is currently coming from and when you when you look at Varoufakis, the, the Greek finance minister, yesterday speaking to to reporters after his meeting with uh, with the Germans, um, he was smiling. He looked to be in the pound seat. So it seems to me as though he's quite confident that a deal will be struck ahead of the the um, deadline at the end of this month. So yeah, who knows? Get ready for another long season of the Greek soap opera. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we strapped in. And then um, this is something we talked about yesterday uh, briefly. Uh, Now, it was announced that an agreement had been reached with the U.S. on poultry imports, uh, thereby reinstating AGOA. Now, is that good or bad news? Well, AGOA is the Africa Growth and Opportunities Act, and it's been on hold for for an extended period of time now. Um, South Africa was essentially charging punitive duties on American imports of um, poultry. So this is in particular chicken pieces. And, um, you know, as a, as a result, there was um, America said, well, we're not con- further participating in this in this AGOA transaction um, uh, until this has been resolved. And, yes, agreement was reached. And although on the face of it, you know, it might, and certainly we saw the poultry producers on the JSE yesterday taking a knock because of it, I think on the face of it, it appears to be bad news. But when you look at it a little bit um, um, further, you realize that actually this is... Um, uh, uh, there's a bigger picture at play here and, and there's a lot of other benefits to be had from um, better trade relationships with the U.S. Um, and even the, the, the Poultry Producers Association of South Africa who brokered this deal, they were actually involved in it, they were very quick to highlight that going into the negotiations South Africa was looking to, um, to, to sort of agree to 50,000 tonnes of imports per year. Um, the U.S. Uh, negotiators wanted more than double that, 110,000 tonnes and they've settled on 65,000 tons. So um, I, I do think a good agreement for South Africa, and, and although short-term pain maybe for the poultry producers, this only represents about 8 to 9% of our domestic production. So I do think that all in all, there's a longer-term big, a good story for us in this. Indeed. And then uh, what's happening with the RAND, oh, Narina? Yeah. Where's this one going? Uh, who knows? Who knows? <laughs> you know, I think we need to acknowledge that first and foremost, what we've experienced over the last couple of weeks and months have definitely been a dollar strength story. So certainly the improved um, economic outlook in the U.S. means that interest rates are increases there are imminent, and that is causing a lot of money to flow into the U.S., strengthening the dollar. So emerging market currencies as a group have been under severe pressure as a result.
result. But then on top of that, unfortunately, many of our domestic issues have really made um, South Africa and the RAND in particular one of the worst performing currencies within the, uh, the emerging market group. And I guess a lot of people are now sort of looking at it as here at, at close to 13-year lows and say, you know, is this the beginning of the end? Is this just going to get worse from mm. here? And I do think that we are now on the oversold side on the RAND, undervalued side. So I would be very hesitant to bet very heavily against further significant depreciation in the RAND. What we will continue to see is ongoing volatility. You know, whilst there is this um, sort of global um, imbalance that needs to sort of find a, 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 an equilibrium and a better level, I think we're going to see the volatility, but I would not bet heavily against um, big further depreciation in the RAND.